Lose 50 kilos and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. You're listening to the show formerly known as Radio Chaser, which, thanks to a listener poll, is now called Crock of Sh. Yes, look, probably a bad idea to ask people of Sydney what to call our show. They gave us their uh, honest opinions yesterday. Rock of the show, however, a crock of you know what it is. Charles Firth's here. Andrew Hanson's here. My name is Dom Knight. Coming up, uh, Charles needs an anniversary present uh, and a world record roundup. So many bizarre world records uh, achieved or attempted in the past week. I can't wait for that one. Oh, absolutely, Dommy, absolutely. And, of course, uh, big, big parties on the way. Big parties on the way for Margaret Court. Or is it? Or is it? Uh, we know that Margaret Court, the tennis champ, wants a party. Mm. She wants Tennis Australia to yes. throw her a big party because, you know, it's, it's 50 years coming up since she, she won the Grand Slam. Yeah. Yeah. And Rod Laver got one. Yeah. He you know, did. He got, a, he got a lovely big party thrown for him. Mm. Now, but, but Margaret Court, uh, well, she's kind of said that, you know, she's a little bit worried, though, that Tennis Australia might not be all that into it just because she said that LGBT type behaviour is, you know, something to do with the devil, you know, just because she said it was to do with devil and, and, and compared oh, it to right. Hitler and communism. I mean, that, yeah. you know, well, let's just have a listen. This is what she said. I tell you, a child can just start to think, well, maybe I am a girl when they're a boy, or maybe I'm a, a boy and I'm a girl. And so that's all the devil. Well, that is a devil, but that's what Hitler did, and that's what communism did. Got the mind of the children. Yeah, you see, I mean that—that's all. She, you know, she said that, but she I mean, did. I don't know that that's any good reason to cancel a big party. Although she has won another Grand Slam by offending every sensible person in Australia. Well <laughs> done, Margaret. Yep, she did the tour, didn't she, Dummy? She did the whole tour and uh, won that Grand Slam. Look, uh, everybody's talking about this thing. Here's what they said about tennis champ Margaret Court wanting a celebration as big as Rod Laver got. Tennis Australia's event manager. We asked Margaret what sort of party she'd like and she wants a three-hour prayer session where everyone kneels on a concrete floor feeling ashamed of their sins. It's going to go off. Rod Laver, another tennis champion. Of course she deserves a party. There's no difference between Margaret and me, except I didn't compare gay people to communism. Hitler and the devil, that's all. The poo jogger. I find Margaret Court's opinions disgusting. Lyle Shelton, chief disapprover of the Australian Christian Lobby. Margaret Court is brilliant. She once beat Martina Navratilova in straight sets. Sorry, I mean straight sex. She, she, she's better than Martina at straight sex. Margaret Court, champion of tennis and common decency. I'm a tennis legend. Not only did they name a tennis court after me, but I myself am named after a court. Alan Joyce, Qantas boss. Margaret announced she was boycotting the airline because I support same-sex marriage. Well, this year, Qantas's profit was $891 million. So, Margaret, I hope you boycott us again next year. Scott Morrison. I pretty much agree with Margaret, except she's not allowed to boycott Qantas. I don't like boycotts. In fact, I am boycotting boycotts. Oh, f***. This is complicated. That's what they said. 
We thought the Radio Chase name was getting a bit boring, but then we made the mistake of asking our listeners what we should be called. So you're listening to Crock of Shit. Yeah, thanks to Steve from Weatherall Park for that one. Rookie error never, ever asked listeners. Uh, it is Andrew, Charles and Dom with you. Now, but Dom, we've got some breaking news. What's happened? Uh, which is the Labor Party. Remember them? Uh, Honestly, no. <laughs> they haven't been around no. lately, have they? Well, they they were they ran in the election earlier this year against oh, the Libs. Yeah, what was that idiot's name? Yeah. The really horrible dull yeah, person. The the really unpopular guy, Bill Shorten. Oh, don't don't yeah. say it. Oh, yes. So they yes. released their review of what went wrong. Well, six months later, they've yeah. <laughs> They've worked out what went wrong in the election and why they didn't win. Mm. Yeah. And it basically just comes down to three things. Just three simple little things. They had a weak strategy, an unpopular leader, and terrible policies. Right. <laughs> what, what else is left so, outside so, of those things? But besides strategy, leadership, and policy, it was a pitch-perfect campaign, guys. <laughs> it was all fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, look, I think it's a bit harsh blaming it all on an unpopular leader. I mean, you know... It's not as if an election is a popularity contest. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, in their defence, they were running against Malcolm Turnbull. I mean, you could run, you could run it, probably no, a serial killer. Were... No, they were going to. Oh, I And then see. the last minute, the Libs changed was on people that people yeah. like because he wears a baseball cap and doesn't seem like a wanker. I mean, yeah. they weren't to know. Yeah, and look, the, the review actually could have been a lot harsher. But uh, the committee only decided to address the top 60 problems with the campaign. (laughs) (laughs) But the funny thing is that one of the things that they, they identified as being a problem was having too many policies. Like... And they listed 26 reasons why it was a bad idea to have too many policies. One per hundred <laughs> policies. Right. He's just going, who wrote this? The person who came up with the policies for the election campaign? Anyway. Well, like, they're kind of right because, you know, I mean, the other side had, had zero policies and, and it was, uh, was yes. a slam dunk. That was so their whole problem. They had a policy. They had all these policies uh, that got in the way. No one wants a policy. But look, to be no. fair, look, they really have turned things around. I never, ever, ever, ever hear anyone talking about Albo. He's going to win. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Huge news in the television world. Uh, today's show, Carlos is looking like coming back. He was actually at nine earlier today and just so happened there was a paparazzo there you know, capturing photos. I wonder who tipped them off. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, he might come back on the Today's <laughs> show. Maybe they'll dump the current host. Maybe they'll keep him. There's what, talk what, of him getting a pay cut. So at least that's one win. What's the thinking? Is Has he gotten over his last hangover? So he's now well, this ready is the thing. return? Like, See, they, <laughs> they've got this all wrong. This time last year, nine sacked him on his honeymoon. Mm. And what they thought was that the viewers didn't want a, 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 basically a complete mess of a human being in charge of today. Mm. They thought that the viewers didn't want a piss pot yes. uh, oh. at the helm. And well. the problem this year has been that those two hosts, they don't drink. They've got it together. I don't think they've turned up with a hangover one day <laughs> yeah. this year. I mean, what kind <laughs> no, of show is that? You turn on the Today Show in the morning and you just go, I don't want to sit. You're all bright and happy. Yeah, they're not dusty. No. They're not they're barely just hanging on and can't you, even remember where they are. You want someone who's a bit like you. You want someone. You want someone who's got his own beer. You can get it hosting. Look at you. Look at you on the little monitor there. Stop it. It's fine. You can get it boasting. She's also got the best ass I've ever seen. You can get it launching a book. I know three things about Richard Wilkins. Great bloke, big hair, massive... A hard-earned thirst needs a big, cold beer. And the best beer drinkers think... 
Karl Stefanovic. You can get it with laughter. You can get it the morning after. I applaud you and I salute you and I praise you. You can get it taking a bath. I'm going to the bar. Thank you. Matter of fact, he's probably pissed now. Karl Stefanovic, made from beer. We asked listeners what we should rename the show, and thanks to Steve at Weatherall Park, you're listening to Crock of Shit. Uh, yeah, now I've got a little bit of a problem. Again? Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, as uh, long listeners, uh, do, do we have any long term listeners? Zoe's uh, grandmother. Oh, yeah, that's mm. right. As long term listeners would know, today is my 21st anniversary with my wife. Oh, Charles. Yep. Charles. The poor wife. Oh, thank you. So, a little bit of a problem, which is uh, I got out a whole lot of cash earlier in the week to buy her something nice. I actually had a really nice idea for a gift. Um, And Mm. then Tuesday came around and I thought, oh, well, I've got a whole lot of cash. I might as well well double double my my money. Yeah, bet responsibly, Charles. And uh, I lost all the cash. Responsibly. I I haven't had any money. I just don't have any money being paid today. Um, so I don't, um, uh, I haven't got her a gift. And, 21 and years yes. and you don't have an, I guess yeah. at least she'd probably expect it. So one triple three five three. what I want is good suggestions for a romantic, it's got to be romantic, thoughtful, but most of all quick and cheap <laughs> present that I can get Amanda, my wife, uh, before tonight. So, so you rather than come up with something yourself, mm. you're gonna just like open the phones at Triple M. Yes. Are you gonna tell Amanda that you've asked people to ring one triple three five three and come up with a romantic idea for you, or are you gonna try and keep that secret? Well, wasn't planning to, but so you're gonna pass I, it I'm, off as as your own I'm idea. Pretty sure she's not a long time listener. So. Well, she'll be interested when I when I text her the podcast of this episode. <laughs> um, um, is that a threat? You, just is before that... your date. Is that a threat, it's Andrew It's not a threat, it's just something I'm going to do. Uh, one, triple, three, five, three. They say it's the thought that counts. Charles is outsourcing his thought to you. Uh, in return for the best suggestion, you'll get a copy of the Chaser quarterly uh, publication. Um, maybe I could give her that. It's the Chaser Annual. It's out today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Chaser oh, Annual. Lovely thought. One, triple, three, five, three. Although she probably is you're sick of your writing <laughs> yeah. by now, isn't she? I think she definitely so is. So cheap, yeah. uh, quick. What are the other criteria? Does it need to look classy? So romantic thought. It's got to look like I've spent months putting real time into it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you've got to do it today. Yeah, we've got to do it today. I've got to pick it up. Basically, I'll, I'll leave here probably about 4.30 or 5. Mm. Um, well, there's a Coles downstairs. You're fine. We're going out at six thirty, so I've got about oh, and I've got the kids. Yeah, so I've probably got about half an hour to pick something up. Are we getting any calls, Lee? Because this is sounding impossible to me. <laughs> <laughs> One triple three five three. Now we've got Liam from Newcastle. Liam, uh, what should Charles buy? What do you think? Mate, now he's now on age of five dollars seventy. Just get her a cheeseburger. But what I was going to say was, um, <laughs> go home, sit on the lounge, and ask what what she wants to do for dinner. Yeah. And, um, you know, act, act as they forgot. Or, mate, if you're going to take it seriously, get on the phone, order 21 red roses, go home, and if you haven't got any plans already with kids and whatnot, take it down the water somewhere nice. Oh, that's lovely. That's, that is actually a genuinely nice idea, isn't it? That's, that's so you. sweet. It is. It's really nice. It's, I wish somebody so, would do that for me. So, so Liam, can I can I borrow some money? I, I need to buy twenty one red roses. Yeah. Let's I'm, let's I'm, yeah. let's oh, lend you some money, Charles, and review remove the five dollar stipulation. <laughs> yeah. It's just too hard. 
Wayne in Sydney, what should Charles do at the last minute for no money? Wayne. Yeah, well, what yeah, what yeah, should man. Charles do? Oh, mate, well, a couple of dollars, four or five bucks, I don't know. I'm not too sure how much a bottle of Passion Pop is, but yeah, a couple of <laughs> that, I reckon. I like it because it's got the name Passion. Yeah, you're yeah. a passionate guy. And, and Pop. It's also yeah. got the name Pop. <laughs> yeah, Let's go right. to Steve. Steve, tell me, what should Charles do? <coughs> Steve. Yeah. What's Charles doing here? Mate, Oz Gospel. If you've forgotten already, it's bad luck. Mm. If you've got no money, that's even better. Mm. But just stay home, cook a dinner. Do something that you haven't usually done. Yeah, baked beans on toast. <laughs> yeah, that's mate, come take the advice from me, mate. I've been married twice. I'm divorced twice. Claire's on the line. Claire, what should uh, what should Charles do? I reckon he should get a USB and put all the songs, you know, from his wedding day or <clears throat> pardon, excuse the <clears throat> cough. Mm. Um, he should get a um, USB from for, with all the songs from his wedding day or songs that describe Amanda. Compile that and then and then give that to her, like all the all those sort of songs on a USB. On a USB, I like that. That's very nice. It's like a mixtape, but for the modern era. Yeah, because it's it's sort of like um, I've put some thought into it. Yeah, yeah, like the Internationale, all yeah. the other songs. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, Bruce from Sydney. Bruce from Sydney. What he does Charles? Wanna, he, sorry, mate. Charles. What should he do? He's just one of all. He's just one of all. Just go and get your colour printer, mm-hmm. get a voucher for some flash restaurant. Download the logo, whatever it is, from wherever it is on, on the net, and put in a bottle of champagne, all done, and put a date on it. Put it two weeks ahead, and then you've got a chance to sort it out. <laughs> I love it! Oh. That, that is the winning. I'm doing that. Oh, that is a Bruce. <laughs> Bruce and look, in return for that amazing idea, yeah. we will send you either uh, a chase around your law just to print out of some of the articles. We did some market research and asked you, the listener, what you think of our show. So thanks to a listener-led rebrand, you're listening to Crock of Shit. Thanks, Steve from Weatherall Park. Uh, now, uh, big news, the digital driver's licence, where you get the Service New South Wales app and put it down, and you get this shiny new phone mm. driver's licence. Apparently it is going gangbusters, and Western Sydney has particularly uh, embraced it. So there you go. Well done, Western Sydney. For getting the phones out and getting on it, if that's your thing. Well, the because be- I did it. Yeah. But the best thing about it is not just the beautiful watermark that sort of shimmers. Yeah, it does shimmer, doesn't it? Really nice, nice. But, but you can also verify somebody else's digital driver's license. Really? From the app, yeah. So you can actually find out whether they've got a legit license. So and let's see if just my scan their Here, let's, let's see it. if my fake ID works. Yeah. So I just scanned on. My so, name is Charles Firth. So, Charles, you're scanning Dommy's uh, yeah, I am, license. And, and what is the point of this? Just, just if you want to be a bouncer in your spare time? Yeah, here we or... go. Yeah. Here we go. And it says Dominic John Sebastian Knight, spelled incorrectly. <laughs> that, what a terrible oh, name. Is that your name? How come Seriously? it's got my embarrassing middle name? But, Charles, I noticed yours doesn't have your embarrassing middle name. And then it also says, yeah, oh, really? And then it says that, um, that you're not uh, underage. Which is good. Which is also very well, it's obvious. Pretty yeah. obvious. Overage, I, I would have thought. Does it say he's, he's yeah, overaged? <laughs> yeah. Um, it also mentioned how hairy he is. So it's very yeah, weird. it's actually got a lot of really <laughs> rude comments to make it up with that. All now, sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, not everyone loves it, though. There have been some problems using it to get into clubs, actually. Need to see your ID, please. Oh, yeah, sure. It's on my phone here. I've got that new ID out. Righto, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't really see it. Can you? Oh, maybe turn it vertically. Oh, okay. Uh, 
I still can't see it. Can you turn up the brightness or something? Oh, yep. Oh, where's the brightness gone? It's moved on the last update. Yeah, it's probably, it's like, it's usually on the lock screen, I think, isn't it? Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Here it is. Okay, brightness up. Yep, here's my ID. Oh, it's blocked by a text from your mum. Oh, gosh. Yes, mum, I will feed the dog on Sunday. Sorry, here's my ID. Oh, it's blocked by a reminder for your dental appointment tomorrow. Oh, let me swipe that away. Okay, here's the ID. Oh, it's blocked by one of those spam phone calls from Tunisia. Crap, sorry. Hello, yes, I'll send you whatever money you need. I just want to get inside a bar. Okay, here's my ID. Here. Great. Oh, oh, I almost saw the ID, but you got a Snapchat from your zany friend. Balls. Margaritas, where are you, Zoe? I'm already in the bar and I'm drinking margaritas. Look at these margaritas. God's sake, forget the phone ID. Here's my old driver's license out of my f***ing handbag. Good, that looks fine. Thank God. Can I go inside now? No, bar just closed. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Time to check in on the achievement of some of the greatest humans on the planet. It's Radio Chaser's World Record Ah, oh, Charles and Andrew, so many amazing feats have been done since we last uh, did this one week ago. You won't believe what they've done in Brazil. Uh, 596 people have set a world record for kite surfing. 596 people went kite surfing. They did. They did. Big de- but th- that, is, that is such a not a big deal. This is the third time we've done this segment, and you're yet to be impressed by any of the world records. All well, right. I mean, look, come on. Like, kite surfing, it's, it's a fun thing to do. It's not hard to ask people. Like, like if it was 596 people all doing their tax or something really <laughs> awful, I'd be impressed. All right, but they're all about, doing something fun. I mean, about, it should be more people. It should actually be more people. Like, how hard is it mm. to get people to do something really fun? Yeah, if it was 500 million people. Yeah, maybe that would be something. Okay, the rest of the segment's not going to go very well. Then, what about 422 people in the Dominican Republic are setting a record for merengue dancing? Come on, that's so in the Dominican cool. Republic, were they made to do it at gunpoint? That's <laughs> not, oh, not, not a world record. Well, they would have been stoned. Oh, but come on. Okay, I... what about the man in Wisconsin who set a record by playing pinball for 32 hours and five minutes in a row? Oh, the world's most irresponsible man. He should he should be like fired from his job and put in prison, not given a world record. <laughs> what right. a stupid man. Okay, what about the man in Tennessee whose eleven point five kilo sweet potato might be a state record, not quite a world <laughs> might record. <be>. <laughs> <laughs> how, might. how big is how big is it? <laughs> eleven kilos. Eleven so did you say did you say state it record? Not not world record. record. So, so yeah, okay, so you scaled back. <laughs> scale back from world records here to state record. I wanted to see how impressive I, I could get away with it. Let's move on. In Texas, a student uh, broke the world record for standing high jump, a five point five uh, five foot five inch vertical leap. That's impressive. Okay, that is actually impressive. That's because yeah, that's that's like basically my height. Somebody, mm. and he, a student he stu- jumped he stood it. there. A student stood. Yeah, but kids nowadays they're, they're so yeah. tall. Like that's oh. not really. That's like you or me just you jumping. You know, suck. five centimeters. Okay, yeah. like, okay. To those teenagers at a ho- at a hockey game in Michigan, five thousand people dueled with lightsabers. Come on, that's impressive. What are you talking about? Lightsabers oh, don't even exist. All right, in Mongolia, with 1,308 throat singers set a record for simultaneously throat oh. singing. No? Oh. Okay, in the Philippines, oh. 7,000 people, 7,127 people did a uh, folk dance in traditional costumes. I, no? we, nobody likes folk dance. Okay, no, this, this is not to, good. Are this we is, able to do something like go to a song or something? This is my last yeah. one. Come on. We, we can can like a, let's get the world like record for in, throwing as quickly as possible to a song. In Iowa, a pig did 13 different tricks in one minute. <laughs> It's not a good pig. 
It's not a oh, good pig. Damn it. Triple M, Radio Chaser. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss. All right, I'm going to take this one, uh, Dummy and Charles. We're going to ask you, are these stories good? What do you think? Are they cat's pyjamas or are they not so good? Are they cat's piss? Um, in California, uh, a miniature horse caught the train. Needed to get somewhere, I suppose. And uh, I guess, he, I, I don't know, maybe his little hooves couldn't catch. I don't know why, why he needed to catch the train, but he did. This is a fact. Should there be more ponies on uh, public transport? Mm. Well, I've always said the problem with Sydney public transport is not enough ponies. <laughs> yeah, you don't see them enough, do especially, you? Especially during peak hour, I think. Uh, yeah. You know, because imagine it, instead of people just sort of standing on, cramped together on the mm. train... People were all sitting on their ponies on the train. <laughs> yeah, I'm unimpressed. Why can't they replace the public transport with miniature ponies? That'd be far mm. more fun for everybody. Yes. Although I don't oh, know if whether yeah. they take Opal. They <laughs> might not. Or whether they can scan it. I mean, as passengers, can the little pony scan? How, how would he scan his Opal card? He's got a. I suppose he could carry it in his mouth or something like that, couldn't mm-hmm. he? Um, Look, there's one to think about for uh, <clears throat> the uh, transport minister. Uh, yeah, now, there's this jewellery company in Hong Kong. But they're a bit bling. They're a bit flash. They've released a golden toilet. So the toilet's made completely out of gold. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the toilet seat is entirely studded with diamonds. No, that is cat's piss. I mean, the diamond, as we all know, is one of the the most powerful cutting surfaces known to man. It's not when I'm going to sit on a toilet seat, I'm not wanting to sit on uh, 40,000 cutting items. That's not yeah, a good idea. Run me through the thinking on this. What's the? Is well, there any I thought? I'm not the company spokesperson. Okay. Well, yeah. I, well let, let, let me have a look for you. I think the thinking is that instead of a normal toilet with a smooth seat, mm. you get to sit on a gold toilet, which, I mean, what I like is that the gold is, is famously, like, malleable. Like, you, you, you say diamonds are sharp, mm. but... I assume when you sit on a toilet made out of gold, it just squashes underneath you. I mean, the real question here is, they've got a golden toilet. When are they going to release a golden shower? (laughs) (laughs) You terrible man. And finally, um, somebody was was not allowed in the birdcage of the Melbourne Cup because they had a cravat. What do you make of that? (laughs) I I think that's that's cat's pyjamas. That lucky man didn't have to hang out with all those wankers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, look, I agree. I mean, I think there should be more cravat-based uh, I mean, policies around um, Imagine, Imagine people. wearing a cravat and being the, the least big wanker <laughs> at the Melbourne yeah. Cup. Like, that's very, very well yeah, done, yeah. sir. Anyway, look, if, I hope Matt Preston found another way to celebrate the Cup. <laughs> All right, Kennedy next. Malloy coming up next. Don't forget Radio Chaser back from three with, under its real name uh, tomorrow right here on 104.9 Sydney Triple M. Catch you then. You're listening to Crock of Shit, as renamed by our listeners. At least it's better than Chaser McChaser face.